how are the players coping back in training in what is a very different world still? Welcome to the Welsh Rugby Union Podcast. Former Wales Under-20s captain Tommy Raffel was the Premiership Breakthrough Player last stroke this season. He's also just committed his future to the Midlands club. Of course, this time last year he was playing for Wales in the World Rugby Under-20s Championship, part of the side that beat New Zealand. He spoke to some Welsh journalists, starting with where he spent lockdown. I managed to get home to Wales for the majority of the, the lockdown, which was nice. Um, it was probably the longest I've been home and spending time with my family for the last number of years since I've been in Leicester, so made the most of it. And you know, it was always nice um, to have that family comfort. How did you find the experience of being away from work, being with your family? As if you say, because it's not a nice time, but I, but that would have been an opportunity you wouldn't have had to be with your family. But how did you find the whole experience of lockdown, the sort of mental strain of it, but also being with your family? Yeah, it was all very weird for all of us, to be honest. A unique situation to be in. We weren't expecting it to go on as long as it, as it did at first. So we got to about two months in and my mum was kind of asking when am I going back you know <laughs> and like I said 12 weeks at home was a, was really nice for the family to uh, get together and uh, do some things how did you keep busy and how did you keep fit you do an hour of exercise you do you go for a run you do your weight session fair play to the club uh, managed to stay in contact and uh, just give me session ideas on the field and also um like weight programs and body weight circuits and stuff like that for me to follow, which was uh, really good. Talk us through the kind of things you did to keep healthy, where you were getting the information from, because I presume it didn't come when you, once you were on furlough, perhaps you weren't getting stuff from the club. What kind of things were you doing? Were you having to be inventive considering you are an elite athlete and, you know, Joe Wick might not be good enough for someone like you? To be fair, it was pretty good because it made me kind of grab hold of my own plan. Um, go out and do it all on my own and have a look at sessions online which I could maybe adapt and make it so it's more suitable and uh, more rugby based and everything was all individual stuff so um, I've kind of made the most of everything online and just changed it so that it suited me and my goals. How much contact did you have with fellow players during lockdown socially and, and professionally when you are talking about that kind of fitness regime as well? Yeah, I stayed in touch with a load of the boys over the WhatsApps and all the social media sites and stuff, mainly just asking how you are. And Sometimes it could be a lonely place for the boys who stayed up in Leicester, say if they're on their own for those couple of weeks. So for mental well-being, it was nice to continue to chat to all the boys. And then also if we were asking questions on what sessions we did and just picking the brains of all the other players to see what they've been doing and maybe trying it out for yourself. How do you cope with boredom? It's a weird one. Yeah, I'm a pretty big gamer, so um, a lot of time is spent on PlayStation stuff like that. My mum also teaching me how to um, cook and things like that. But it was just like little things like that. Just anything I could do to um, keep busy, I'd do it. Any dishes that you're now top quality at? Nah, I wouldn't say I mastered a skill. You know, <laughs> I have plenty of time to uh, learn. I don't think there's any dish that um, stands out. <laughs> Let's talk about rugby because there's, there's a big year ahead for you. It sounds strange, really, a strange way to put it, but, you know, you worked so hard this season, but, you know, looking at last year is where you worked so hard to almost get to the start line, if that makes sense, as in to be in line for contention, to be in Jordan Murphy's thoughts. 
where do you go from here do you think in trying to push on from there and maybe even try and hold down a number seven spot yeah ultimately it's about me obviously playing as much minutes as possible at the minute by obviously showing what I can do out on the pitch and and also, you know, just working hard in the fitness sessions and also just trying to show my skills on the pitch as much as I can because obviously we've got new coaches coming in and that's going to be a, um, a big opportunity for a lot of boys to impress and claim a shirt. It was the sort of the Premiership Rugby Cup, wasn't it, that you sort of came to everybody's attention. But since then, what do you think you've done well to get yourself in the position you are now? And what still needs to be improved on from your side, do you think? I was really happy with the um, amount of trust the coach showed in me, well, for the, this season and going on to the point about progressing. I think it's just about me, you know, using this block to develop physically and building myself up, you know, to um, put marker down in these um, games we got coming up. I'd imagine it's weird to be back, weird the way you're training, the limited contact you're having with people you know so well, the threat of a local lockdown. And speculation about player contracts as well, which you can comment on it if you want to comment on, but it seems to me there must be a variety of factors that must make it a strange time to be a Tigers player. Bring us into that, into the camp, how you're feeling, how, what the general atmosphere is like. Yeah, we're um, currently training in small groups. So to be honest with you, I haven't really seen a lot of the boys. You know, you have your time slot and that's when you come in. From what I gather, the morale, especially in the group, small group I'm training in, is really good. Uh, you know, we're all pushing each other. We all want to work hard for each other. So that's the main thing at the minute is just that we support each other and basically just get on with it, to be fair. Like, everyone's going through their own unique situation, um, pretty individual situation. So I can't really comment on what other people are thinking. But the morale around the club seems to be good from what I've seen in my small group. Being Welsh, and how do you feel about your future and, and issues around contracts? Are you able to let us in about what your feelings are about the next few years of your life and where you see them? Leicester's obviously a great club and a club I've been at for a long time. You know, really um, grown into our Leicester culture and stuff like that. So I'm really enjoying my time here at the minute. So you don't know what's going to happen with all these things, but I just want to say like, I'm really happy and stuff like that. Where were you training, Tommy, when you were at home? Did you go back down to Pencoid Rugby Club? Yeah, Pencoid Rugby Club, just running mostly four times a week. So that was uh, nice to go back to the old roots where I grew up yeah. playing. And, and, you know, just nice, yeah, just to go back there and sort of use the facilities down there. I was running down my own. Sometimes I cross paths with... Um, through the other local lads and stuff like that who are down there, but the majority of the time I'd like to get down there early and get it out of the way. The question about where you go from here is an interesting one, but just in terms of selection for Wales, you couldn't be in a more competitive position. Yeah, definitely. There's um, some amazing players in my position. Um, right across the back, bro, to be honest, you know, even like the youngsters who are coming through, there's a lot of good players, some I've played with, some who are a bit older than me. To be fair, to the Welsh selectors, they're really blessed with all the back row they've got. Um, and, you know, you've got like, the likes of Navidi and Tipperick, who I find are world-class at the moment and playing really good rugby. And uh, Jack Morgan and Basham and Gregan's not bad either. Yeah, the three boys are really good mates of mine, actually. I've played with all three of them through the age groups and stuff, but keep in contact with some of them as well. So they were um, really good mates of mine during the 20s and the under-18s. So it's nice to see them all going really well. And you presumably want to make that next step? 
yeah, definitely. You know, as a young player, um, the main goal is to push on as high as possible. You know, so like I said, everyone wants to go as far as they can in the sport they grew up playing. But of course, if you can get the first team at Leicester playing the Premiership, that's good a calling card for Wayne Pivac. Well, ever since I arrived at Leicester in the academy, the main goal for me was to play in the first team and, and play regularly. It's still a, an ongoing goal, if I have to say, and um, really need to push into that team and uh, yeah, start making a name for myself. And who do you model yourself on? It's hard to say. Um, I don't really model myself on certain players. I like to watch the majority of players play and just... If I see something I like, I tend to take tips off them and you know watch carefully, see what they do and how I can add it into my game to make me better. So are you a Neil Back follower or a Justin Tapuric follower? I said Neil Back, obviously a, a legend around here. You know his his try scoring um, record speaks for itself as a open side flank and a forward. So every time you know you see the Tigers Classics games on um, BT Sport and Sky and stuff. It, He's always there buzzing around and really great link player. And then Tip Rick, as you can see, his skills are, are like better than most bat rowers. I think he can play in the centre as well. And his, his uh, unnoticed work around the breakdown, sometimes he doesn't get enough credit for as well. How difficult is it at your age, coming out of, what, three years of international rugby, to maybe come into a potential international wilderness? You, you know, you've got to fight even harder now to get in. You're not an established player at uh, the top level anymore. Is it difficult making that transition? Yes, it is difficult, but I'm kind of setting my own small goals to reach and keep giving myself targets. And hopefully, as I get through the targets, then I push on and who knows what's going to happen. Tommy, just on the, um, there's been loads of talk about contracts the last couple of days. Is your situation all resolved? Are you all sorted? The majority of players and staff have all agreed to the necessary cuts. It's a unique situation. It's obviously challenging for the rugby club as well as as the player as well and most sporting teams across the board. But yeah, just on an individual base, you know, we'll see what happens and but who's been in your um your training bubble with the lads? Yeah, it was just um, a few bat rowers and things like that. It's, it's good, it's it's really competitive at the minute. Obviously everyone wants to be first to finish and be at the front and stuff. So that bit of competition is pushing us on, but with that competition, we're also helping each other out as well. And in terms of wearing wearing masks and things like that, and, and being socially distanced in the gym, how how have you how have you found all that? Gets a bit sweaty under the mask and things, but we've got um, all social distancing procedures. The staff done a great job in um, making sure there's a great two meter distance between each stations, and we make sure after say if I've used the bench press, I. Make sure I wipe it down properly with disinfectants and all that as well before I move on and, and leave the gym on a one-way system. What's special about um, Leicester? Special is obviously the the history of the club is massive. You know, it's still in my eyes one of the biggest clubs in Europe. Um, the fan base is unbelievable. When you run out of Welford Road to twenty thousand people, it's scenes like that which makes the place special. You know the the fans who come out and watch and support week in, week out. Yeah, so that's what makes the whole place special. You've been there a while now. Do you feel part of the family there? Yeah, it's, um, I think it's my fifth or sixth season at the club. Um, if you start from the academy and 
you know, I've made some great friends um, who have come and go and remained in contact. And, you know, I feel like hopefully when this new coaching staff comes in, we're going to start to build on something and uh, make it special again. And the city, what's it like being there at the moment? Uh, Leicester's in the news of being in lockdown. Does it affect you at all? Uh, I'm just on the outskirts of Leicester, so um, it doesn't really affect where I'm living at the minute. But obviously, it's a, it's a bit of a, a kick in the teeth for all those local businesses who are starting up and looking forward to opening. And yeah, so everyone seemed to ready to go then. Obviously, this has happened now and it's a bit of a setback for people of Leicester. Has Wayne Pivak been in touch, uh, Tommy? can imagine um, he's got a lot on his plate at the minute and stuff like that. But, you know, I'm, I'm just happy developing here at Leicester at the minute. And obviously, I want to stay at the club. I really like the club. So, at the minute, yeah, that's what I'm looking to do. Well, hopefully, once I break through into that first team, then these conversations will come around. Steve Borthwick, how excited are you at the prospect of working with uh, one of the leading forward coaches in the country? Yeah, I think... Um, all the boys are excited. Um, I'm especially excited with their, um, the knowledge um, Steve's going to bring in, uh, especially working with the players he's worked with, um, the teams he's worked at. He's been really successful as well. So, uh, yeah, it'd be uh, a real breath of fresh air for the place. And, uh, yeah, really looking forward to it. We've had a phone call here and there and stuff. Um, same with Alec Walters, who's joining from South Africa as well. So we look forward to him to um, join. It's just um, brief conversations of, what you see in yourself, what, how you want your rugby career to go and just general chit-chat as well, just asking how we are during lockdown. Neil Backwards mentioned, obviously, a famous Tiger 7. Others like Lewis Moody and Josh Cromfeld. It's quite a legacy in that in that shirt. You know, how much pride you take in, in pulling on that jersey, increasingly so uh, this season. And uh, and, and what, what do you think you bring to the team? Yeah, it's a massive pride. You obviously have to name a few names you just did to realise they're world-class players who have uh, put on that shirt, you know. Um, if When I do put a jersey on, it's, it, there's a sense of pride, it's a sense of that i worked hard to put the jersey on and kind of want to play well in it. Potentially, uh, there's uh, doors opening up for you even more, isn't there? Yeah, look, there's plenty of competition still. I, you know, Guy leaving, yeah, very good mate of mine, first of all. And also, he helped me out in terms of um, on the pitch as well. So, but yeah... You know, we've got some really good young young boys coming through, um, some older boys as well. So it's a competitive position and one that's not just going to fall on my lap that I have to work hard for. Played in a couple of Junior World Cups and captain the country in one of them. Um, you, obviously, you want to play for your country. Is 2023 a realistic goal, do you think? You know, as a youngster, you want to just keep pushing on and want to get to the highest highest point as possible in rugby. In it. So you've got to watch around the corner at the minute, especially with what's going on. So, like I said, I'm just working hard on my catch-a-pass, tackling, jackling, everything I can to uh, make myself into the player I want to be. You clearly don't need a haircut. <laughs> was a pint, pint in the pub the first thing on your to-do list? You know, I'd be lying if all this training you were fancying a nice pint in the sun and stuff like that, but I haven't really missed any of that, to be fair. I more missed out a nice meal in a restaurant and stuff like that, to be fair, but I've just been keeping myself busy anyway. So, if, to be honest, we've been following it still strictly, even though the restrictions relaxed a little bit. You know, I still kept my health in, um, you know, in good spirits and stuff. And I was kind of still strict on myself and what I did. 
former Wales under-20s captain Tommy Ruffell, committing his future to Leicester and Wales. More Welsh Rugby news on next week's Welsh Rugby Union podcast, but until then, goodbye and stay safe.